So it was the summer of 2019 and I was up at Fort Jackson for the Army Chaplain School doing all that stuff and uh, someone reached out to me from down here and they asked, uh, you know, could I call? I've got, I got some questions about the church. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's talk. So she gives me a call and one by one, she like runs down her list of like problems she has with the church. And one by one, I would respond with like these deep theological answers of why the church believes what the church believes. Like Thomas Aquinas would have been so proud of my responses. Like here I am seven years in seminary and I'm a deacon at the time and I'm like, I have all the answers. Let me just tell you why the church believes and, and go into defensive mode. And after about, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes of that, finally, it was like the Holy Spirit smacked me on the back of the head and went, stop talking which was kind of a miracle unto itself. For the Holy Spirit to get me to stop talking <laughs> is kind of miraculous. And so finally, I, I stopped giving my deep theological answers and I actually started to listen. And in about 15 minutes of just listening and we slowly kind of dove deeper and deeper until we got to the, really the heart of everything. And she, the words came out of her mouth, she said, I don't believe I'm deserving of receiving God's love. Those words came out and she broke down. Like that was the core of everything. Because she said when she was going to mass that she felt this deep sadness and that she would start crying. And then again, it was in this recognition that she didn't feel that she deserved to receive God's love. She didn't feel that she was worthy to, be even, to even be at mass. And then when she was able to realize that actually it was funny that 15 minutes and she goes, this has been uh, more beneficial to me than the last five years of like therapy. And this like 15 minutes of just listening and, and allowing the Holy Spirit to work. And since that conversation, so much healing has happened in her life and just, it's beautiful to see everything that's gone on since that discovery of what was at the core of everything. But that couldn't have happened if I kept talking. If I would have kept giving my deep theological answers and explaining everything, then we would have never got to that core truth, that core really lie that was at the center. It's when I stepped aside and let the Holy Spirit enter. And this listening, there's so many blocks to listening. It's such a, a crucial thing that we do, and yet we tend to do what I was doing and listening so that we can respond and to give answers and uh, we can get defensive when someone says something contrary, you know. So in this case, she was telling me, I have a problem with this about the church. And I'm like, I'm going to defend the church and I will give the answer. And that just wasn't working out so well. Our first reading from Sirach, it's interesting. If I could paraphrase the, the entire first reading, the more we open our mouth, the more we have the opportunity to shove our foot into it. That is my paraphrase of the first reading, because it's true. The more, and it's kind of a, I realized, an occupational hazard for those who have to preach. We, our job is to talk, which kind of, yeah, occupational hazard for us. Uh, but to be able to listen is so much more beneficial, to really understand what the person in front of me is really saying, to be able to talk back. And the Holy Father is called... Uh, uh, it's a synod on synodality. And maybe some of you have never even heard of a synod. Maybe some of you have never heard of this particular synod. But a synod is normally, uh, you know, there's a, every few years and there's an address to a particular issue in the church or something that's a response to something going on. And in this particular synod, rather than just like the bishop's gathering, 
the Holy Father has decided, no, we're going to open it up and we're going to have every single person participate in this synod, starting at the local level, starting at the parish level. So that way we can listen, that we can continue to discern what the Holy Spirit is calling us to do. Again, entering uh, the Holy Spirit into the conversation. And I'm reminded of the uh, prophet Elijah when he, you know, there was an earthquake and he didn't hear God's voice there. There was a fire, but he didn't hear God's voice there. Rather, it was in that still small voice, that whisper. That's what we're listening for. It's that whisper. We're inviting everyone to participate. And I invite all of you to participate in the listening sessions we're going to be having here at St. Margaret Mary. You can see information in the bulletin right on the top of our webpage right now uh, so that you can sign up to uh, involve yourself in that listening session. And I'd like to highlight again what it is. It's a listening session, not a speaking session. If there are a billion people who are speaking during the synod, our job of Speaking ourselves is one billionth of the synod. The rest of it is listening to everyone else. And again, who is it that we're listening for? Well, Father Adam, you just said we're listening to these billions of people. No, we're listening for one person and one person only. It's the only person we really care to listen to. And that's the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. Where is the Holy Spirit revealing himself in these conversations? Where is the Holy Spirit leading and guiding the church? But Jesus Christ left the Holy Spirit to the whole church, to all of us, that we might continue to discern where the church is being led, where that we can continue to follow the Holy Spirit above all things. That's how we're called to do. And our gospel today talks about that log in our own eye and the splinter in another's and coming into these listening sessions, it can be very easy to like, I finally get to be heard. I'm going to speak my mind. And I jokingly say it can become a season of festivus, the airing of grievances. That's not what we're call, we call to do, but rather to recognize in humility, okay, like, what is that log in my own eye? Where are the ways that I need to improve? Where are the ways that I need to be a better member of this community and to serve? Because one of the themes of the Synod is this co-responsibility that we're all uh, as a part of the mission of the church to make the message known of the gospel. We're all part of that. And I always laugh, uh, you know, it's kind of this dichotomy that forms and it's, you know, we are the body of Christ. We are all the members of the body of Christ. We are all the body of Christ. And, and then as soon as like the body of Christ needs to do something, it's, Father, why aren't you doing this? I thought we were the body of Christ. Like, what are we doing? Yes, that is a need. We need to be doing something about that. What are we doing? What are we doing? How are we forming the body of Christ, recognizing that we all have a responsibility in that mission to listen to one another? Not just to be heard, but to listen. As I mentioned in that opening story, I said, when we listen to one another, that's when the Holy Spirit enters. And we're able to not just have that surface level conversation, but to go deeper in what's at the heart of the matter. So we're trying to really get to what is the Holy Spirit leading us to. And to have that humility, again, to recognize that log in our own eye, because that's the first step, is recognizing the log in our own eye and saying, okay, how I need to grow, what are my weaknesses? But there is a second step that I feel like we forget in this gospel. The first step is removing the log. The second step is to, to help the other. Hey, you also have this splinter in your eye. Let me help you. Let me be of assistance to you. It's both. It's in everyone else telling me like, hey, this is the where you need to grow and me being able to receive that. And likewise also 
for us to go to others and say, hey, this is how we're here to help you grow. When we're able to have that back and forth, that's how community is formed. We're able to help each other, recognizing our strengths and our weaknesses to form a better community, keeping the Holy Spirit at the center of it all. So again, I invite you and I encourage you to take part of those listening sessions, affirming it is a listening session, that we might better discern together where the Holy Spirit is leading us and that we can be that community that we're called to be.